and welcome to a brand new Star Wars podcast, Sky Talkers. I am one of your hosts, Caitlin. And I'm Charlotte, and we are so excited to be starting this journey of podcasting together. Yes, we're really excited. We have been best friends for 10 years now. Actually, we just celebrated our 10-year friend anniversary. And really, Star Wars has been the the basis of that, I'd say, really. It's been, like, probably the biggest part. Mm-hmm. I mean... We became friends in 2006, and that was just recently after Revenge of the Sith came out, so we were kind of like, I was at least riding the high of Revenge of the Sith and had to share it with as many people as I possibly could. This is actually a really good story, and (laughs) (laughs) so at the ripe old age of 13, I had never seen Star Wars before, and... um, She had an older sister. I had an older sister who was a ballerina, so I'll just leave it like that. Um, We didn't watch a lot of sci-fi in my house. But uh, when Charlotte and I became friends, uh, we made a deal that she would watch Sailor Moon with me because that was my favorite thing, and I would watch Star Wars with her. Um, and needless to say, we don't really watch Star Wars, or we don't really watch Sailor Moon anymore. We don't really watch Sailor Moon anymore, but we do watch Star, Star Wars. Wars. It's funny because the Sailor Moon Star Wars deal, like the Star Wars deal was a much bigger deal. It was. It was like, like six one. movies versus... <laughs> A single movie that was, like, 90 minutes. <laughs> I don't really think I understood the whole six episodes thing. <laughs> oh, and so much more. And so much more. Now it is. But we really wanted to start this podcast because we've now been talking about Star Wars for 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. Yeah, 10, 10 years. Um, and we figured, let's let's talk about Star Wars with other people. We've, we've done so many things related to Star Wars in our life. It's actually quite insane that it's taken us this long to, like, attach ourselves to something with Star Wars and media because mm-hmm. we've been so invested. Um, our first celebration, we went to Celebration 5 in Orlando in 2010. Yeah, that was our the beginning of our senior year in high school. school. We <laughs> Skip missed school. The, yeah, we missed the first, like, two days of, of our senior year to go to Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> it was insane. I can't believe we actually did that, but we did. We did. With parental permission. Yeah. <laughs> and it was fantastic. Um, we went to, we met Mark Hamill, and we met Carrie Fisher, and yeah, we went to a bunch of panels, and it was, like, truly eye-opening to see the fan community basically yeah. all together for the first time. We did our first cosplay. Yes. I was, I was Endor Leia. Mm-hmm. And I was Padme. Geonosis yes. Padme. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, actually, before that, we had gone to Star Wars Weekends. Yeah. Once. In Disney World. Once in Disney World. Yeah, which we call Star Wars Weekends in Disney World Sweetends. It's weekends. It's weekends. Like S W as an S W Star Wars weekends. Weekends. Honestly, it sounds kind of weird to say Star Wars weekends because we've referred to it as weekends for so long. Yeah, if you're listening, you should try saying weekends, <laughs> and it'll just roll. R I P though. R I P. R I P. Weekends. We miss yeah. it. Yeah, we do. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've followed the Clone Wars since it began. Um, we uh, are big fans of Rebels and Clone Wars. Um, of course, we're so excited about Force Awakens, Rogue One, Episode Eight, Episode Nine. We love it all. We love it all. We love we love it all. <laughs> Anything, everything, the history of you know. We love it all. We have opinions about on it, all. and that's why we're starting a podcast because we have to talk about it. Yeah. We need a forum, and it's that, true. that isn't it's each true. other's voicemails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We've I know all of Charlotte's opinions on Star Wars now, so it's like almost it's like we got to talk to some other people. Exactly, about it. <laughs> exactly. The thing is, is that Star Wars. My obsession with Star Wars for me kind of had, like, a three-point entry. 
I saw The Phantom Menace when I was six years old, and I was young, and I thought the pod racers were really, really loud, and I had to leave. So <laughs> my dad took me out, and we left. I regret it, but it's okay. It's not Looking of, back, I regret it. <laughs> it's not one of her uh, stronger moments no. as a fan. <laughs> no. Compared to when we saw Force Awakens and literally cried at the... <laughs> Right when we saw so, the alone time to go in a galaxy far, far away. Actually, Force Awakens was the first time I saw Star Wars in a movie theater because... Is it, though? No, 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 no. Because... You're right. It isn't. It isn't. <laughs> because first I... <laughs> I saw the Clone Wars movie in theaters. We were, like, the only people there. Yeah. So, I think we were the, <laughs> the only, only people, people there. <laughs> Second, you saw The Phantom Menace in 3D. I did. I always forget that. That was a really sad story, actually, because <laughs> I bought tickets for the midnight release, and I think there were three other people in the theater with me. <laughs> <laughs> it, but I always forget about it, honestly. <laughs> I, had, I had an opposite experience with that, though. It was really crowded, and I was really surprised how many people were there. Yeah, we, that was when we were in college, and Charlotte was in college up in Massachusetts, and I was in college in Georgia. Yeah, we're from so Georgia. So we weren't together uh, when Phantom Menace came out, and that was right before the deal with Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, before they scrapped all the rest of the 3D productions, which is sad, because I think sad. I, I wanted to see more 3D conversions, but maybe someday. Well, that's a lot of detail, but <laughs> yes. a lot about our lives it's... that you might not really need to know now. But I haven't finished my three-prong intro <laughs> to Star Wars. <laughs> Okay, so prong one walks out prong of Phantom two, walks Menace. Walks out of Menace. Prong two, my mom forced me to watch them when I was like nine. Um, the original trilogy, I loved it. It's so funny because Star Wars is so ingrained in our culture. After watching A New Hope, I walk. I was walking up the stairs and I started saying, "I am your father," from uh, Luke, and I like stopped myself because I was like, "Oh my gosh, Vader's Luke's father," and my mom was like. No, you just spoiled it for yourself. How is that possible? <laughs> and um, and then in 2005, I saw Revenge of the Sith, not as a fan, but like as an excited person who liked Star Wars. And, you know, it kind of changed everything for me. Yeah. I mean, I only ever saw it. We marathoned it back in middle school, probably over like a two-month period. Mm-hmm. And we watched it um, in order one, two, three, four, five, six. So that was how I was introduced to Star Wars. And it's weird because I I don't ever remember finding out that Vader was Luke's father or that Luke and Leia were sisters, twins. Twins uh, sisters. I can't speak. <laughs> My gosh. Um, <laughs> Luke is Leia's sister, in case you didn't know. Um, but it was just always something that I knew, even though I was definitely from a family that didn't watch those kinds of movies, you know. Um, but it was, it was just, it's. It's part of our society, a part of our culture. It's just so ingrained in our, like, psyche, I feel like. Yeah. Everyone knows about it, at least, like, the small details, and they don't even realize it. Yeah, it's part of why we love Star Wars so much. We, we love the, like, the history and the, the cultural impact that Star Wars has on our society and, and filmmaking and cinema. So we'll definitely be talking about that at yeah, some point in it's, the future. It's a huge part of why we're fans, and I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who love to talk about the story, and we do love to talk about the story, but... There's a huge part of our fandom that is revolves around the history mm-hmm. and making of and the yeah. people that are involved in it. Behind the scenes featurettes. <laughs> That's I it. live for them. <laughs> yes, we really do. When I when I finally got the uh, all of the Star Wars movies for Christmas when I was 13 or something, 
I remember the DVDs for the original trilogy came with a, like a whole DVD devoted to bonus features, <laughs> and I thought I was going to die. I was so excited. There was like a three-hour documentary on George Lucas, and I've watched it a number yeah. of times. <laughs> indeed, indeed. And now on the Blu-ray, I don't. You don't have the Blu-ray. I have the Blu-ray. Yeah. That there's three extra discs of bonus features. It's crazy. It's it's <laughs> like the the Lucasfilm archives is like our mecca. Um. <laughs> Caitlin is into. You know, you need to explain, like, you're very into his history and, <laughs> I'm, like... I'm currently in graduate school for historic preservation, um, which isn't quite museums and that sort of thing, but I'm very into museum studies. I'd love to be a curator of some sort. Um, if Lucasfilm ever offered me a job, really in anything, I would take it, but especially <laughs> the Lucasfilm oh. archives. Um, I think that would be such a great... There's so many things that need to be discovered. Like, I remember Gareth Edwards talking recently about all the footage from the Gold Squadron that he found Mm -hmm. and put into Rogue One. Yeah. And he just found it lying in a canister. Like, can you imagine what else was there? It was just, like, lying in a canister. It was lying in a canister. I mean, it was lying in a canister, but it was, like, archived in this especially curated box, like, in an order on a shelf. I like (laughs) to think about it dusty on the floor, like, Indiana Jones style. It's not Indiana Jones style. (laughs) I Uh, want it to be. Archives are very unglamorous. (laughs) Like, like, if you look at footage of the Lucasfilm archives from, like, those couple of shots they have, it's, like, basically a warehouse with It's a big in warehouse. It. It's a big warehouse. <laughs> Climate controlled, but mm-hmm. a warehouse. Indeed. Um, okay, so that's a little bit about our Star Wars story. Um, and actually, for our first podcast, we wanted to do a little game that we do when we're, whenever we're on road trips or can't think of anything else to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, we call it the Star Wars Dinner Game. I don't even think it really has a, a name. No, it's not. A, it's not even really like it's properly a game. It's not a game. <laughs> it's something You're right. That, it's yeah. not a game. <laughs> we, we keep in our running tally of in our <laughs> of head. conversation topics. Basically, this is how it goes. If you were having a Star Wars dinner and you could invite anyone you wanted, it could be a character or it could be an actor or like George Lucas or like um, Matthew Wood, like anyone you wanted, and they would have to come. You know, like, it'd be like court martialed to come to your Star Wars dinner. Who would it be? And you can only invite five people. Mm-hmm. So that's what we always talk about. And it changes depending on, you know, like once Force Awakens came out, that changed. Uh, once we got into the Rebels and Clone Wars, that changed. Change. It changes, you know, very, like seasonally. I'd well, say. yeah. And you also got to consider, like, if Charlotte and I are having our Star Wars dinner together, who then, else would we invite? Because it would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then we can, like, we can, we can pick and play off of who the other one is picking. Mm-hmm. But I think for for now, we're going to do, like, a private Star Wars dinner. Private Star Wars dinner yeah, individually. Yeah, so you can, only, you can only invite five people. So it, it's hard. I really go back it's and really forth hard. with a lot of things. Because you also want to make sure that you have, like, a lively crowd. Definitely. And that the, there's, like, things to talk about. Like, if you had, like, George Lucas and Alec Guinness, I think it'd be, like, a very quiet dinner. <laughs> you know? Don't you agree? Not if Carrie was there. Well, no, not if Kara <laughs> was there, but then Kara would be the only one talking, and George Lucas would just <laughs> not. be there. He would just be there. It'd be great. Yeah. Okay, so who's number one on yours? Uh, Dave Filoni. Okay. You know, respectful re- respectful choice. I, You'll find out real fast that I low-key love Dave Filoni. It's no, this is no surprise that it's number one. It's, it's, <laughs> he's always my number one. <laughs> Um, I think my number one at this moment, probably Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson would be good. Yeah. Uh, I just want to know things. 
I really want to know things. I'm going to go with Dave Filoni and Gareth Edwards because I want them to host a podcast together. Wow. Um, that would be so good. Right? Yeah. I haven't added him into the dinner yet. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. I too. want Gareth, too. <laughs> <laughs> Gareth's coming to mine after he comes to yours. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like a progressive dinner. Um, okay, so I've got Dave, um, Gareth. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Carrie Fisher. Okay, me too. Yeah, yeah. She would be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Understatement. And Ewan McGregor. You are stealing mine. Well, I got to go first. <laughs> first so. Yes. Okay, so since you're doing Ewan, I'll switch it up and say, um, Freddie Prince Jr. Mm, yeah, that would be a good, that would be a good pick. Yeah. Last person. Oh, Mark. Mark. Sorry, it's gotta be Mark. <laughs> Mark Hamill. Hmm. It's just, it's the sanctity of the dinner that makes it hard. Like, if it was brunch, it'd be different? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> Less, more this casual. Isn't, the thing is, is that it's not like a pick of all my favorite Star Wars people. Well, yeah, you want to have a good flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to see what comes out at the dinner. <laughs> um, see, I feel like Dave would be more likely to talk than, like, if you brought George. I got a Braden Dave. It's You've fun. already brought Dave. No, I didn't. You brought Dave. Oh, I brought Ryan yeah. Johnson. Right, 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 right. All right, that's my dinner. Okay, so I've got Dave Filoni, mm-hmm. uh, Gareth Edwards, Carrie Fisher, Ewan McGregor, and Mark Hamill. Our only all, differences are Ryan and, and Dave. All like a lively bunch. I just think that would be like a perfect dinner. I think it'd be really fun. It Maybe we good. should just merge ours. <laughs> But then, but then we can open up like four more spots. <laughs> Who else exactly. would come? Who are like if you were to have a runner up, like if someone canceled, who would you invite next? Who I can't even think about who I'd be less heartbroken of if they canceled. Oh, I mean probably Gareth Edwards at this point, just because I haven't had enough time to love him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he's uh, like the new kid on the block. He's the new kid on the block. <clears throat> John Boyega would be really fun. Oh my gosh, he would be so fun. John Boyega would be so fun. I feel like John Boyega and you and McGregor would just like hit it off. Me too. I feel like they'd be BFFs. Mm-hmm. I might invite. I might invite Freddie. Freddie would be fun. They'd all be fun. Everyone would be fun. Ashley Eckstein, I'd love to invite oh, her. Oh, yeah. Natalie. Natalie, but... I Natalie just... would bring such class to the, the th- dinner. The thing about Natalie is if, if we invited Natalie to the dinner and she actually came, it would be interesting to talk about... I just am always they're curious so, they're about court her. court-martialed to come. They're court-martialed to come. To come. <laughs> I want to talk. I want to talk to her about what she thinks about Star Wars as a whole. Yeah, I do, too. We'd have to serve, like, expensive wine if she came. Definitely. And vegan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegan, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know how... I feel like Dave isn't vegan. I wonder if he'd come if he knew it was a vegan dinner. <laughs> well, who's your runner-up? Um, hmm. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. <laughs> Be a really interesting conversation. Or he might say nothing. One word answer. <laughs> it could really go either way. But then you could segue and you could talk about Indiana Jones, too. Yeah, I know. And it would so be great. That would be like variety. Everyone wants to talk about Indiana Jones. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> Everyone. Oh, man. John Williams. Oh, no. Crap. <laughs> How did we forget? How did we forget? <laughs> we usually include John in. Oh, this is sad. See, it's hard. It's really hard. Like, like you, can you only try to pick think five it. people that you would bring. It's it's real rough. Uh, 
So anyway, for another time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll mull over and maybe we'll change some of the stipulations for Star Wars dinner. So basically, we really want this podcast to be a conversational mm-hmm. look into everything Star Wars, Star Wars news. You know, we'll Star do Wars books, books yeah, yeah, comics. Mm-hmm. We watch them, we read them, we know it all. Yeah. We want to talk about it all, and we'll have guests, and it'll be a casual conversation, just like we always have on the phone or in the car or, like, three drinks in, you know. <laughs> anyway. Our own Star Wars, Star Wars dinners Wars. with just us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, but we're, yeah, we're so excited to be doing this. It's it's about time. Definitely. Um, so, we're really excited that you're on this journey with us. Thanks for listening in, and if you'd like... Please feel free to subscribe and or rate us and tell us what you think so far. Please, please. Thank you so much. Talk to you next time. Bye.